Motorcycles and Misfits coming to you from the Recycle Garage here in sunny Santa Cruz, California, USA. You ungrateful colonials. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have in the heist this week? In the heist this week, we have Electric Signal, Electric Electric Terry. Hello. Hello, darling. Hello. We have Jeremy Why? Why, Jeremy Why? I don't know. I can't tell you. Very good. <laughs> we have Dear Bagel. Better get a bucket. I'm going to throw up. He's a ginger. 25 <laughs> cents. <laughs> Sitting next to me on the pretty girl couch. He's very pretty. Isaac. Representative for the sweaty in the world. <laughs> Very nice. Sitting next to Isaac. Lucky me. <laughs> we have Lucky Jim. Sparrow 33, you are the resistance. You know who you are. Sitting next to Jim. It's Michael. Well, I had to go to the pub down the street to see if I could do it first. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Liza. What goes up? Must stay up. Must be a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, am Emma Darling. Yes, you are. Hey, Thank you. you. Oh, you're Emma? so no, you're so welcome, darling. And in honor of Anna, Emma Appreciation Day, we are all wearing our pearls. Yes, you can we hear them click clack. Yeah, they're pearls. fabulous. Mine are actually in my pants at the moment. <laughs> are, they, are they really? Uh, uh, those aren't. Yeah, come on, come on. Raise your hand if you haven't had pearls in your <laughs> underwear at one point. Really? It's just me? Okay. Uh, it's you, just man. you, Jim. Next topic. Wait. <laughs> did two of them count? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I can I often, show you if had, you want. I had Benoit pearls for my 18th birthday. I often wonder how long it takes for the podcast to deteriorate. This is a record. And I think this is a record. I mean, this is within the first minute. I mean, sometimes we've mm. deteriorated before we start recording, but... Yeah, but we always kind of keep it together. Anywho... Today is Emma Appreciation Day. Thank you, darling. And I wanted to say thank you, Emma. You have been rock solid. I've been able to depend on you the last couple trips I've been on, including uh, the trip cross country where you said, I will handle everything. Who say? That's right. I handled everything everything and i appreciate it so much and as and everybody that you help and we've just come to rely and depend and appreciate you so much here i decided to make it emma appreciation day so i handed out pearls to everyone and emma what are you wearing on your head i have a crown but you know the thing you need to take a picture it, of this it might be a crown for a five-year-old i tried to put it on my head and gave me well, a headache so no, well now the fact that you've worn it all day is amazing but hang on if you go to um a party store or a joke shop and get a crown for a five-year-old it's usually a piece of chintzy plastic oh no this, this thing has heft. got this has got some heft Here, to it it, it is made heft. out of metal Oh my god! It also has like uh, about a hundred blue gems and a million little. I'm being blinded from clear like ones. across the room by the sparkles. No, it's, it's a proper tiara. I mean, this is a proper tiara. Exactly. You help so many people 
through our Ask Miss Emma email and mm-hmm. just people sending regular emails and the people who show up here in the garage. So I wanted to make sure that you knew that you are appreciated. Well, thank you, darling. And, uh, and I really do feel appreciated. I, I know I've said this so many times before, but it, I always enjoy having the opportunity to say it again. My love of motorcycles and my love of people who love motorcycles has really been a very, very, really a rock in my life. I've been messing about with these things for so long now, since, gosh, I mean, I started... They were steam. Since they were (laughs) steam-powered. Yeah. You know, kudos, steam wagon back in the 18th, 18th century. No, I mean, I've been messing about with motorbikes seriously for 40 years. Um, and I don't regret a second of it. You know, if you, w- if you were to take motorcycles out of my life, it'd be a very, very dull life for Emma indeed. So thank you, dear. You're welcome. Thank you is the point here. Tra-la-la. <laughs> so, Liza, I've got a suggestion for a game here real quick. Oh, In okay. In honor of uh, Emma appreciating it, and I'll start. Yeah. L- let us all try to talk in, in an English accent as long no. as we can until, cool. the, until, no. until the first person messes up, and then we all stop. Right. But okay. let's try it. Let's just try. Right. So where, where right. do we start? Does Irish, Irish, sound, Irish, does that work? Irish, right. Scottish, right. British, right. anything counts at this point. <laughs> So we're going to appreciate it no, by oh, being a oh, <laughs> Game over. That Game, cool over. Oh. Game over, player one. I, I, Isaac took one for the well. team. <laughs> Bastard. No, you know, and bear in mind, we do have quite a lot of listeners in England, so I think we need to spare them the yes. horrors. Yes. <laughs> no, but... You, you mentioned that, and I do have a little game here okay. we can play. Okay. And for bonus points, if you use an accent, oh. you oh. get extra points. Are the boner points? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I'm in this all of a sudden. I mean, what do you do with is, those beads, Jim? <laughs> this is a little. This is a little tester game. We're gonna see if this thing works. And as usual, all my games are stolen from someone else. So this game is called Lost in Translation. Sacre bleu. So here, here's what I've done. I've taken a motorcycle name. And I put it into Google Translator <laughs> under a, some language. And then I translated it back to English wow. to see what Wait, it came back as. how many times did you translate just, it? Just once. Because if you go back and forth from like and Chinese back. to it. English, it's amazing. Okay, so. So, and you, so if I'll tell you the language <laughs> and you get an extra point if you say it in, in the accent for that language. Very good. Oh, wow. I think that it may be harder to speak in that language than it is to get the answer. Mm-hmm. So the first one, I'm going to tell you what the end result was and the language, and you got to guess what this originated as. One at a time or all together? All, all together. All right. So uh, the language is Slovenian. Slovenian. Okay, so that's... You got your accent down? So that's kind of a... That's that's easy. Easy. Like that is kind of Russian. Accent. It's kind of Russian derivative. That's extremely okay. offensive to all the near Russian countries. So this bike <laughs> translated through Slovenian came out as night stick. Anyone have a guess? <laughs> night rod. Night not, rod. Not night banana. It's not Harley night rod. <laughs> night hawk. Harley it night, rod. night rod. It is a night rod. Night rod. Oh, really? Oh, well good one. They decided they were like, how can how close can we come to naming our motorcycle after a penis without putting the word penis in the name? <laughs> Stick night rod. Night rod. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another one. 
this, midnight throb stick. <laughs> this word in Afrikaans. Well, that's a, like a translated to to do. To, to do. do. To do. <laughs> Is this a Pakistani blank here? <laughs> to do. To do. The passport. The guess. No, it is the phaser. Ah, really? Interesting. No idea on that one. No idea. (laughs) Yeah, it makes no sense. Okay, here's one. Um, I like this one. (laughs) This is in Hawaiian. Mm. And this bike translated in Hawaiian, translated back to rubbish. (laughs) 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 Um, Sportster? Jixon? Harley. These are all good guesses. Uh, One more guess? Oh, squid. No, that's a good guess. It's Grom. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. For real? Yes. Exactly. So, ap- appearing on a poo-poo plateau sometime in the future, <laughs> it's going to be a Grom. Now, full disclosure, sometimes what I do, like if I type Grom in and it translated it to Hawaiian, and then I take that word, let's say it was like Puputango. Right. And then I would put it in to translate to English, and I'd say, oh, this is Malaysian <laughs> for rubbish. Like, who knows? All right. This next one is interesting. In Finnish, this bike translated to profit. Mm. Profit? Mm. Profit, like profit margin or profit? (laughs) And I will give you a clue. This is not a model. This is a brand. It's a brand. So in in Finnish, Honda came out to profit. I agree with Bagel. Profit margin or like or like fortune teller. Ah, uh, zero. Oh, zero profit. Piero. <laughs> that is a great guess. No, it is victory. Ah, okay. Victory. But okay. here's what's interesting. Sounds like in, Korean. In Bosque, this brand translated to victory. Bull taco. <laughs> Think Triumph. about this one. Triumph. Triumph. That yeah. is correct. Uh-huh. Oh. Triumph. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But you didn't use a Bosque accent, so wait, like Bosque from Star Wars. Jiden will lack in Spain. Michael, Bosque separatists. Those Baskers. So the, the folks in Basque will actually appreciate that last comment. <laughs> so what do you guys think of Lost in Translation? That's great. I like it. We should do it. That was cool. That was cool. One of Bill Murray's. Next time we should do that. We should do the one where you like take and take a word, you translate to like Chinese or Japanese or something, and then translate it back and back and forth like five times because that will go way off the rails. Yeah, let's make this game more complicated. Yes. Yeah. But you know, I mean, even the manufacturers mess up once in a while quite by themselves. I mean, the two most notable examples I can think of with Chevy when they brought out the Nova. <laughs> oh, yeah. And of doesn't course, go. And yeah, oh, wow. Nova in Spanish doesn't go. <laughs> and then for our British listeners, certainly um, our British listeners who are my age, everybody ma- remembers Foden trucks. And Foden, I think, in Dutch is just a steaming pile of horseshit. <laughs> so that was a make of truck. That's awesome. That's one word. So, you know, Foden. Foden. I'm, I'm still amazed that we have Robo Banks. Hey, we've got a, a suggestion. We've got a bunch of updates to get to. Let's see. Let's get to. Oh, let's go in de- de- varying what? degrees of sadness. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Start with the worst. No. Start with the worst. Go. Oh, why? No, no, no. 
Oh, the worst. Well, the worst. Go from the worst up. <sighs> that way it gets better as we go on. So we'll call this good news, bad news. Yeah. <laughs> well, good, the good news it, is. It could have been worse news. How about that? Yeah. The, the good news is Sonia got her Ducati. What the, what's the bloody one again? Panigale V4. Panigale. Her Panigale V4. Oh my gosh, oh, she got wow. a Panigale V4? The bad news, she let someone else ride it and they crashed it. Oh, what? <laughs> Within the first week that's of owning to be expected. Yeah, That's to be expected. To be fair, they yes. traded, the other person had like a brand and new And so it got one scratch in its total. He had an RSV4, so it was like for like. <laughs> yeah. Waiting to see. So that's... How about... Um, Should we take a break? Oh, Henry, I was just about to mention you. Come on in. The good news. Henry like Optimus Pestimus. Henry got another bike. What? Oh yeah, that's the good news. Wait, uh, not the V-Strom. No. No, no. That one's gone. So so we're no. clear this so, is another, another new bike. new bike. So the good news is Henry got a new bike. The bad news is Henry got another bike. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Henry's joined us now. Henry, what did you get this time? I got an Aprilia. What? What, what, what brand? I got what brand? I mean, what what model? I got an Aprilia Futura as my uh, next bike. And that is the one with the Rotax engine, right? Yep. Yep. Because uh, you were on Craigslist and you're like, "Hey, looks like nobody's heard of that," and you bought it. Pretty much. Yeah. That, that's your go-to, right? Mm-hmm. Does it have sliders? It does not. <laughs> I. It has frames. Well, it actually has a ski on each side. It's just like. Does yeah. it have girder front end? <laughs> it does not. No, it's not. Should we start a pool? Does it have? No, we're air, not going to start a pool. We're bags. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's Henry, the one. straight out of the headlight. Henry, okay. we're going to have a very serious talk after the show, darling. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, good AF news. One good, is your best good news. Bad yes. news. Yes. Could have been um, worse news. Uh, the good news is our friend Brandon got released from the hospital. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's actually walking again and back at his home in Thousand Oaks near L.A. And uh, he he wanted to stay up here and keep working because he does this uh, charger thing he makes for zeros. But uh, everybody's like, Brandon, rest for a couple of days. Good gracious. <laughs> so, uh, but... He's just yeah. over-anxious. Well, it was amazing how quickly he got up out of bed and was doing stuff. I was like, whoa. Well, I mean, Stanford. Well, why was he able to get out of bed? Well, the, but the, the bad news yes. is I, I spent a day with him talking to him, and his memory came back, and we figured out what caused the accident. And what caused the accident was his own damn fault. Mm. Staring um, at the dash. Yeah, so his bike was malfunctioning. The kickstand switch kept oh, cutting no. the bike off. And he kept riding it here. And every time it would cut off, he would have to, uh, I think, turn the bike off, turn it on, let it um, power up. And, and then, then he and then he would have power again. No, no, no. But there's a starter, it's, it's there's even, a starter button. Yeah, no, you actually have to turn the key off, turn it back on, wait for the... the uh, gauge. dash gauge to go on and off then you actually have to just gently squeeze the front brake just so the brake light activates and press the starter button at the, at same, the same time, time. Mm. and so he's staring at the dash the whole time he, he learned to do this while he was rolling oh. and restart the bike every time it did this hmm. yep so uh, the, he must have done this uh, a couple times. There's a guy here last Sunday, Louise, that was waiting for him to do a charge pan installation on a Zero and he was here for about two hours and there was no branding it's like he was right behind me when we passed the summit he's coming down 17 and and i i think he had a kickstand failure again so he so he kept louise kept going and no brandon and uh 
uh, I don't have them on, but my good friend Zach has them on Find My Friends. So I called Zach. I said, Zach, where's Brandon? He's like, it looks like he's charging in Santa Cruz. I was like, can you send me a screenshot? And I have an electric motorcycle, too. I mean, I'm an electric terrier. I know this spot that he's at. It's like, oh, man, there's like eight chargers over there at Dominican Hospital. Uh, so I rode over there, and uh, I got there. No Brandon. I was like, okay. I probably missed him. He's probably on his way back to the recycle garage. I get back here. He's not here. So I call Zach again. I was like, Zach, where is he now? He's not at Dominican. I looked everywhere. He's like, this is so crazy. He's up in Palo Alto. I was like, what? I was like, Palo, what the hell is he doing up there? He's like, did he lose something? So he sends me another screenshot. I was like, oh, man, he's over at the Stanford Chargers. There's a whole bunch of Chargers over at Stanford Hospital. And then I start looking at Liza's like Liza he made it from Dominican to Stanford in like 20 minutes yeah he was flying how how do you do that so we put it together Liza and I kind of looked at each other Carol Vetter had just called me and I'm like I don't know where Brandon is I don't know what's going on it's like but he made it from Dominican hospital to Stanford hospital something must be going on so basically he was rolling um, through the intersection and the bike died. So he looked down to do this whole site, you know, uh, power off, while cycle up while still rolling. He finally break in, hit the starter, starts accelerating away, looks up and the crossing gate was coming down. So so I actually think it was I think it was possibly slightly different than that. I think he split lanes. If you know Santa Cruz at all, I know lots of our listeners don't know this area. He was coming down 17, got to the River Street intersection, split lanes to the front. The light turned green. I think he nailed it. And he's on an Energica, which is a $40,000 bike. They're discounting him now because they're not selling so many. But it's a it's a very fast motorcycle. accelerates very quickly. I think he had power for like two or three seconds. Probably got up to at least the speed limit probably a little bit more and then it cut out and i think he looked down then and that's what made up the time difference i think yeah so then he gets the bike started again accelerates looks up there's a crossing gate what do you do he doesn't have enough time it's coming down he ducks to try and go under but he doesn't clear blast him so top of his helmet his helmet i so i've inspected all all of his clothing and everything uh his helmet has a mark across the top like wow. like somebody just took a two by four to him man so you can see where it caught him but it was, the fiberglass is also cracked yeah slightly. yeah There's it was like cracked a- but it but it it took it did its job the helmet did its job apparently really but here's well. the thing that's really weird is that he had multiple broken vertebrae and broken oh. scapula and ribs i think yeah the only ones and they we, worked on and, was his spine but and we assumed that he had been slammed onto the ground well i've got his jeans here there's not a mark on the butt of the jeans. I inspected his jacket and his backpack. No, it's probably compression fractures. No marks. It was compression no. fractures. You got it. You got it. He got up. peeled backwards mm. off like, of his bike. From the train. He, he headbutted it. That's right. And he headbutted it. The bike kept going, and the bar basically scooped him right off the bike. Man. And he had hyperextended his neck, and he bent over backwards so tight that his vertebrae hit each other. And so he, like, he scorpioned. Yeah. He scorpioned backwards. Wow and uh, fell on his side where all of the gear has damage and the bike Mm -hmm. has damage. And uh, the good news is, though, he's 
probably going to fully recover. Yeah. Um, well, of he's going to lose like three or five degrees of flexibility, but you know, he had, uh, we don't need to touch our toes. Do but awesome. he had his vertebrae fused, but he's already up and walking has been released from the hospital. It wow. seems like his spirits have been super high. Like the right. stuff I see, like he's been real Very positive good. from the beginning. And I think, yeah. you know, but, you know, Terry and I, visited I, I, listen, I don't want to make a bad pun. Brandon is a freight train. That guy literally, <laughs> You know, he, 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 uh, he's been on this charger project for zero for two years now, and he, he literally doesn't sleep and he works every day. It's crazy. But, you know, I always try and get through something like this and use it as like a learning experience. And my mantra to all the misfits, and everybody knows my shtick, is maintain your bike. Just keep on top of your bike. Right. How much is a side stand switch for that bike? Right. But the thing is, it failed on him while he was coming back from uh, picking up this guy, Louise. He had to charge him to come down. It was that day. But, but it was that day. But it's been failing for a while. Well, I think, it, yeah, Terry, because he said he got... He Both got, wheels he off got the ground. Airborne and he landed. He I got think something landed. scraped. But that's very that's very true. So, you know, and but the point the point that's being made here is don't be distracted rider. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is why we're always saying make sure your gear is comfortable. Make sure your bike yeah. is set up that you don't have that's like that's why I always say don't have like handcuffs hanging, things that jingle like handcuffs? Yeah, there are people who have hung handcuffs from their bike and it makes noise. We saw a dude with a whip on his uh, Yamaha Harley well, copy. Well, um, l- l- but you want to make sure your bike is running properly so you're not distracted. Ab- absolutely. That's number 1. Second is if you talk to Cycle Gear one of their number one sellers is the ram mount phone mount that mounts your never phone put one of those on okay bike. well well good isaac but the thing is lots of people do and here's all i gotta say if you're gonna look at your phone so what i think happened to brandon is he was staring at his dash for probably two to three seconds straight that's a he's long wa- way he's waiting for that very second that the green arrow is going to come saying your bike's live now and he's looking at it waiting 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 and the second it was going to hit he's going to get on the throttle but he didn't take his eyes off and look straight ahead and then look back down because he said it's going to be any second. It's going to be any second. So if you if you got a if you get a message or something, you glance at your phone, look straight up again. Don't try to read the whole damn thing. And in fact, like Isaac said, just don't try to read well, your phone. I tell I bike. tell people that every single classroom, I say I will never put a phone like on my dash. Like I can Google Maps can you get a Bluetooth Google Maps yeah. can read you directions. You can use you can use you can send a message through Siri. You so, can send a message with with like audio. I, I do like being able to look down at my phone and when when there's if you're ever ridden a motorcycle in New York City, there's like six exits within like 300 feet and I like Google Maps and my voice will tell me in 600 feet turn right here but I like looking at the picture and seeing which one it is. There is an inherent problem though and psychiatrists have actually studied this because when you when you when you take your eyes off the road, right. say you're having a text conversation, as a lot of drivers do. Yeah, it takes a second every, to refocus. Everyone wants to be the good. Nobody wants to be that person. So you look down quickly. Yeah. You look at your phone. A second later, you look back. Right. You have to the next time you do it. It's two seconds. And the conversation's going on. And the next time you do it is three seconds. And it gets longer each time. Right. Now, the problem with a bike, let's say we're talking GPSs. Right. On a car, you've got a GPS. You might have a suction cup or a mount, 
and it's pretty much right in your line of sight. You've got right. this big expanse of windshield. You can put it so you can literally just move your eyeballs, glance at the GPS, and back on the road. We do not have that luxury. Well, if I hope we have Scully coming back. Right. I hope, I hope we do. With the heads up. Yeah. And but others. anything on Another. the handlebar or low on your bike, <clears throat> you're looking away from the road yeah. to look at That's it. Right. And if you, I was going to say, a lot of the accidents that you see here, like newer riders especially, there's so many are rear-end accidents. You yeah. know, people don't break in time. They look at something for a second they're in the car so yeah eyes up and yeah it's it's like it's a small risk but it's a significant risk like it's a significant risk on it's not it's not marginal it's significant right. on top of all the risks you're already taking and if you if you're taking that risk like every time you get a notification you're rolling the dice every single time right. that light flashes up that is way way too much as at least uh, you know, at least for me i i like to think of it like a poker hand Every time you do something good, you're giving yourself a good card. You're maintaining your bike. That's a king or an ace. You no, you don't have something to distract you on your dash. There's another king. You deal yourself the best hand you can so that the hand you're playing is a good one. Right. You know, and there's so many factors to it. Wearing comfortable gear, that's another good card. You yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Well, let me, let me mention another thing. Liza... Um Liza's always had one of these review helmets, which uh, mm-hmm. you know I tried on this stuff. Most motorcycles that I, that I've ridden, it's it's really bad. The mo- the the mirrors are so far out, you literally have to take your focus off where you're looking, turn your head quite significantly, right. then you have to focus up close to kind of look at your mirror and then look back. It's so nice just to look up, look down real fast. It's just you know we we have a lot of uh, a lot of movement to do with motorcycles as far as getting them safer and. You know, that's one of those things we can do. Hey, guess what? I think it's time for a little more Emma appreciation. Birthday girl. Birthday John girl. Dalton Ooh. has joined the room. Hey, John, John Dalton. Hey. John Dalton. Is he live? Oh, I'm not live. Oh. There you go. John Dalton, say hi. Hi. Hi, I'm John Dalton. John Dalton, what did you bring? <laughs> I brought, okay. <clears throat> so about, I'd say about like six maybe three, three months ago, something like that. Um, I was like, hey, I really appreciate what Emma's been doing for me and blah, 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 blah. And so I've had this project, Emma. It was a trophy that I ordered off of eBay. Right. Um, it was 10 or 100,000. Got them down to about 9,000. Okay. Uh, it's pure gold, even though it might look like plastic. <laughs> oh. And even though there's hot glue on it, it it's, it's golden hot glue. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, what the idea is, is there's a, a, a trophy on top. Yes. That's supposedly for reals from the 50s. Yes. And then in the bottom, there's a, uh, my buddy gave me this this little, uh, it's like a wooden thing that opens up. And then I was thinking we could write index cards for saying thank you for all the stuff that you do. Can, we say, can we say anything on there? You can oh, say yeah, what? do it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're the Misfits, not the Partridge family. We're good. Exactly. <laughs> but um, also, there, it, just later on, um, a bu- I, I got a ball peen hammer because Liza gave me batteries and I exchanged them at uh, Cragen. He said and ball a, peen. I said ball peen. <laughs> and uh, ball. anyway, so I, I owe you a ball peen hammer that okay. would go on the back. So whenever you put this in your garage, you're like, oh shit, I need a ball peen hammer. There you okay. go. Look at your trophy. It's where from is it? Us. Where is it? It's right here. And nobody, Show her the trophy. And nobody it's, a trophy. it's a trophy with a special box. Oh, my it is an incredible. Wow. Wow. That's really nice. 
it, the special box is lovely. Oh yeah, Be- Bex has joined us, and so has Johnny Knowles. Aloha. Hey Johnny, say hi. Hey guys. There you Hello. are. Hey Bex, happy birthday. This is Thank yeah. you. It's been lovely. <laughs> you know, honestly, I am beyond touch. This is this might be the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen. It's wonderful. Aww. And I think that's a triumph on top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, def- it's <laughs> definitely an English cool. bike. Nice. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, very, is, that, very is, that, special, is that for her weed Emma. stash? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is there. Well, I don't know. Weed's legal, so and she's always been a rebel, so it might be something else. But now. doesn't weed <laughs> smell? Doesn't it taste better when you hide it? This must be <laughs> everything. On a, on a when you hide it. This really must be the greatest thing I think I've ever seen. Jim, get a picture yes. of this thing, please. Oh, absolutely. It's That's wonderful. Awesome. Oh, thank you, John. Yeah, you're welcome. It's Emma yeah. Appreciation Yay! Day. It's Queen Emma. It is. So, um, hey, you guys, I passed out a couple of things. I wanted to uh, see what you guys think. So, there, this picture, this is a new scooter. <coughs> oh, my so God. Knock has shown up. Is this dropping for, in like an asshole? What's up, on. dickheads? Hold on. Hey, Jim, can you make room for a chair in the middle for Knock? Is this production? He can sit on my lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks Slide like a over. mollusk. Slide over. I'm going to let Knock take me. I'm going to okay. bounce up. All right, Terry, thanks for stopping by. Hey, Terry. Bye, Terry. Bye, Terry. Hey, you guys, before that thing's over, uh, tell Brandon to be listening to this podcast to send in an email for next week. Okay. Okay. okay say hi to Brandon for me. All right. So what I've handed out to everyone, uh, if you have a picture, you can share it with your buddy next to you. This is called a Rumble Rumble Motors EV scooter. So this wasn't cooked up in some redneck's garage because that's what it looks like. It, it looks I mean, like it could fold up into a suitcase. This is sophisticated. Oh, right so are we playing with can some somebody, kind of Can mollusk. somebody describe it for me? It's a snail with wheels. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like it looks like someone put wheels on a rainbow and like it's like a frisbee with it's wheels. Weird. It's brown got this weird arch shape. So the body of the motorcycle is shaped like a ha- like a snail. It's got a round <laughs> yeah. pretty much thing, and the front forks are uh, they're not girder forks. They're like the Tezzy. They're uh, they're it's like uh, leading link forks. Yeah, they're called, what I call oh, the hub steered. They're yeah, hub steered. It's, it's what I'd call a DeFazio oh, front end. Yes, there it is. Uh, yeah. DeFazio. So let me give you a little and, information on and this. And it has a hub motor. There you go. So this oh, is, is an electric. Yep. Maximum speed is 44 miles per hour. Oh, goodness. Mm. Or 70 kilometers. Um, so you're, you're going to experience the Doppler shift every time you open a It's weight, <laughs> 231 pounds. That's, it's motor power, heavy. 2,000 watts. It's heavier than me. Range per full charge is 60 miles. And uh, the charging time is only about two to three hours. And it is a hub-wound motor. So this is another introduction into the electric scooter market. Oh, it's a hub-wound? It's, it's not in the hub. The motor is not in the hub. Is that they're, well, they're producing it is, these now? It is these the are hub. in production? It is in the hub. This yep. is. So, so it's like a bagel, this is hipster yep. as our scooters who's cool. obsessed with electric-powered things, what do you think? I'm uh, honestly kind of underwhelmed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an interesting design, but I don't find I, it I got attractive. A question for you. Wait, oh, the, what the if I told you the performance is really not what? What I if would I told like you to the price is twenty one thousand? What? Twenty one thousand dollars? No, no. I okay. How much well, cocaine hey, and hookers you What get if with I that? told you the price was eleven thousand? I'm shook. Uh, no, I don't know. It seems to lack. What if I told you the price was six thousand? 
No, because you can buy a really cool. Rather convert one of my bikes for that much. All right, the actual price is thirty four ninety. Okay. Well, what I'll say basically is well, this thing's competing with the three thousand four hundred ninety dollars. Yeah. This competes with the Monday motorbikes. If you if you put this up against a Monday motorbike, it's kind of the same thing. This one just looks really funky. What's a Monday motorbike for thirty four ninety? I would rather have one of the new Honda Cubs. Oh, oh yes. yes, thank you. Yes. What about a monkey? For no, I would take the monkey. <laughs> this, I would take the monkey. For, for the monkey one. will go faster. For thirty-four ninety, I would like four more ST eleven hundreds. You're all. Right. <laughs> Hold on, you guys are missing something. Though. You guys have all missing? missed something. Yeah, it's the wrong color. You need to paint this yellow. It looks like Mrs. Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it does. Yeah, it totally does. <laughs> it's, it's Mrs. Pac-Man. I have Mrs. You should have. You should make the, the wheels look like little ghosts you know. in yeah. the front. I'd have speakers like, like a blue ghost. So, first, I want to thank Ken Harrell for sending us this. Thanks, Ken. I like seeing something that is it's completely other, different. There's another person on the other it's room. I was like, what the fuck? I like seeing something that is different and unique. And they've done it here, though. There is an electric scooter over in Europe that looks snail like that I've seen. Are you talking about the Chisetta? Is that what the, it is? The Gizetta? I know. Gizetta. It's it's a vintage '50s uh, Czechoslovakian scooter that's been resurrected as an electric now. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, I feel um, it's it's very bizarre. It, it had a bizarre design back in the day. It had a front fender that kind of came to a point with a headlight at the at the front of the fender. And it was attached to the body of the scooter, not to the. Mm. the front you know, wheel. it's when you look back at design. <laughs> You know, scooters have always more pushed the envelope than bikes. I hate Ooh, to say it. Point. You know, for styling, yeah. Style-wise, motorcycles always been a little bit reactionary, a little bit hidebound. Whereas scooters, they seem to push the envelope a lot more. Yeah, agreed. Pushed it in the wrong direction. But well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like like there, there are some missteps, but oh, yeah. I like seeing the really new designs. Um, I remember years and years ago, um, does anybody me- remember the Aprias that Philippe Stark yeah. was yes. designing from about 25 years ago? I saw one in the flesh, and it's absolutely delightful looking bike in the flesh. And it was really new, but it still stuck with that trellis frame that we all had. But it was something very, very new and very, very fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like seeing stuff like this. But yeah. I think one I, of the biggest issues with this bike is that as as a scooter, it lacks some of the functional components that most scooters have. There's it, no yeah. room for. Is for it a cargo. scooter? Yeah. It's, is it a scooter? It's called yeah, little wheels. No, because you don't scooter. step through. There's no step through. There's no yeah. cargo. There's no True. like. There's no accommodations for anything Un- unless the cargo is built into the body. Oh yeah, it's got twelve, 12 inch wheels. It's you just know, a tiny shitty motorcycle. Well, it's got to be the battery case. Don't say that because I mean you know a lot of times when you see these kind of avant-garde bikes, you know these are small guys, artesian, almost motorcycle builders that may come up with concepts. Right. May apply to factory or production bikes. So there may be components of this that you can take. You know, some of the bigger manufacturers can take away from it, um, you know, and do cool it, stuff. So I appreciate people that do the cutting edge oh, stuff. Oh, certainly. Yeah, I you're see not going to buy it as utilitarian, but it, it's, I mean, I think it's, there's probably a lot I of cool see, shit about it. We don't even know. I see a Chinese company just robbing this and just making it in their own. And this may already be. Sure. I mean, at $3,500. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. But, but I really like seeing things in this price range. There's a yeah. lot of stuff coming in at this price range. This may be what's going to save motorcycling. Perhaps. Think about it. 
bringing things in at the $3,500 range, small bikes, it gets more people starting out. It's affordable. It's easier to ride. It's fun. Well, you especially just when you talk electric. CSC. You, you know, just describe CSC's entire well, no, business. The Grom, yeah. hmm. the Grom in particular. So many new riders like never ridden. They love it. Yeah, but I mean, even the Grom, you're still talking about uh, you know gas gas engines. I think once you get to electric, your maintenance goes away. They become way more affordable. You don't need the technical skills. So but I, the yeah. problem with electric bikes, we've said it so many times. You have to get beyond the ride for an hour, charge for an hour. You've yeah, got to get beyond that. that for. We're not. We're we like ride for two hours. <laughs> yeah, if you ride really slow. Yeah, right. You know, we've got to get beyond that. And I mean, even Terry, it's not like now Terry's gone, we can talk trash about electric bikes. <laughs> Terry's the first, first one to admit it. I mean, we've really got to get beyond. For a tiny little scooter like this, it's fine. But as far as electric motorcycles go, until we make that leap in battery mm -hmm. technology and we get beyond the ride an hour, charge an hour, yeah, but yeah. then we can actually move forward. Well, I guess but right now we're, we're yeah. kind of stuck. I guess you would have to apply to that to, to what you're using the bike for. If this is like an urban city dweller grocery getter. That's not really too much of an issue, I'd imagine. No, for, for something know. like this, yeah. it's great. Um, you know, I'd like to see a market for this, but seriously, yeah. I would like to see these come in yellow with the soundtrack. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fantastic. That Wouldn't that be awesome? You know, or the, just like push a button for a yeah. horn instead. And, and it's when, like... <laughs> and when it shuts down, it, it makes that... <laughs> 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 How difficult would that be? And then there needs be? to be a square one that plays the Nyan Cat song. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, white wheels and a yellow body. Perfect. Yep. Oh, and a little God. bow tie for the, you know, <laughs> if you like the Mrs. Pack bed. Yep. On the handlebars. All right. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. since we've gone five minutes without talking about Emma, let's go back to Emma. Hello. Emma Appreciation Day. <laughs> and Emma has prepared for us a history hole. Yeah, I'm going to do. Can we go from the tip to the hole? Only you can, John. Just the tip, darling. Yes, the top tip. So, I'm going to try and find my notes. So, talk among yourselves for a minute. Talk amongst yourselves. Yes, here we go. I found them. No, those aren't my notes. Hang on. It looks no, like a, a I found them. I found them. Emma's so, doing her best impression of Columbo over here. <laughs> one, one more thing. One more thing. One I want to know why you keep minute. why you keep that paper in your underwear. <laughs> it keeps it keeps it warm, darling. Why not? So, Where would you keep it? So <laughs> Where else would you put Apparently, I missed an amazing notes. day at the garage because my ankle is being a real cocksucker. So. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So um. So about oh, Emma. Actually, yeah. actually, it was. I will say it was dead here today. Was like, it really? I was the I only one. The photo, there, was, man. there was me and one kid who showed up who said, "I just got a bike. Don't know how to fix anything. So the first thing I'm gonna do is paint it." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, then go buy some sandpaper, and had him brush. You that's know, good, working along. Then these uh, people showed up. Um, will and. Uh, Robin and they saw us on Ride with Norman Reedus never, didn't know we had a podcast li never listened to the podcast but they came to check it out oh, cool, and they're like cool. where is everyone I'm like no <laughs> trust me usually Surprise, there's people here cool. I said come back at two there's gonna be more people well Emma shows up with an actual army. Yeah. Emma's <laughs> army. Oh, wow. Right. I'm, so I brought all the chicks, well, no, man. It's, it's, <laughs> no, all the it chicks was, here. It was Beck's fault. I did nothing. <laughs> oh, nonsense. I was in the back. I had nothing. I did not, you I do sweet, not know anything. Were, I do not recall. Okay, very good. But yeah, I brought an army. 
<laughs> and we'll talk about that because we had a fantastic ride. We did have a fantastic ride. But I want to hear a history haul. Okay, so <laughs> it's deep. It's, it's dark. dark. <laughs> I'm not sure what's in there because I haven't taken inventory for a while, but <laughs> I think I saw a rusty old bicycle in there once. <laughs> it's Emma's History Hall! So, a couple of weeks ago, um, a bike showed up at um, Monterey. And it just needed something doing to it. Uh, very, very minor. I think it had a blown gasket. And it was a Suzuki GS500, a goose. Mm-hmm. Goosers. Goosers. Is that why you keep the paper in your underwear? You that is why. You have a blown gasket. It's, it's a good goose. Makes sense. So we like <laughs> gooses around here. And I was, once, I was given a bike the once over. And I saw the VIN plate. And a little thing caught my eye. And it said, made in Spain. And I thought, now hang on. There's a little more to this than meets the eye. Because I seem to recall somewhere in the back of my head, yes, Suzuki GS500s were made in Spain, but I'd forgotten it. And I thought, you know, there's got to be something here. Because for those of you that don't know, I mean, Spain has actually got some chops when it comes to making motorcycles. They've got some history. Isn't it mainly on the planes? Yes, it is mainly on the planes. (laughs) I get get tires that are made in Spain. Right. But are those on the planes? Pirellis are Spanish? Taco? Uh, No, not Pirellis. Marquez is made in Spain. Uh, Anybody who was... I've seen Michelin's company. Yeah, Michelin. I thought Michelin's are... They are. It's a French company, but they have production in Spain. Guys, however... They're, they're so not foreign to Suzuki This is Emma's history hole. isn't hold. there a specific time frame? Emma's history hole. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I completely lost my frigging train of thought. Spain. So this Spain. bike came Spain into your shop, said made Suzuki in Spain. Suzuki GS500, made in Spain. So, anybody who swung a leg over a Boltaco, an Osa, a Montessa, uh-huh. Carabella, or even if you're lucky, a sandglass. These are Spanish-built bikes, and they've all gone by the wayside. You know, um, Boltaco hung on the longest, um, and they made such a tough bike. If you look at the original on any Sunday, um, one of the bikes that uh, Steve McQueen's riding around in the desert is a Boltaco. Very favoured. They were lightweight. They made tons of power. But... Boltaco made pretty much no money on every bike, so they relied very, very heavily on government subsidies. Spain went through this huge change in 1975, and basically General Franco, who ran the country, died. And Spain suddenly became a democracy, and unfortunately, although Spain moved forward, a lot of the companies that relied on government money really couldn't cope and Boltaco was one of them Mm. so I thought well so we have bike manufacturing in Spain by Suzuki of all people and it kind of took me by surprise so I started looking over the bike and I realized that there's quite a lot of things on this bike that are different I have a question yes so would this be a um, producer as a tariff thing or a low cost to manufacture thing? Well, that's a very, very good question. Um, Suzuki have always had a big presence in Europe um, with smaller capacity bikes. 
And one way of getting around European tariffs is to actually set up a plant in that country. I mean, Honda have been wise to this for a long, long time. One of the first plants that Honda set up outside Japan was in Brussels in Belgium. And they churned out gazillions of mopeds for the European market. And I always forget that Spain is the, the they are the Mexicans of Europe. That's not true. I that's so fucked up. up. That is so. No, it's what like, what it's, do you mean by that? <laughs> it's not even. Are they in the southern part? No, no, no. Yes. No, no, it's and they speak like Spanish. What's your point? Jesus, <laughs> it's it's very different. Yeah. So, um, you ignorant fuck you. First of all, first of all, I love how she just prods and everyone responds. Liza, first troll of all, one, that, all of us. Can we go zero. back to that hole? I'm gonna Google that, that right now. Deep dark. I mean, if you ask the British, the Polish are the Mexicans. Oh my God! Deep dark Emma's history hole. History hole. So where were? Oh yes, (laughs) Suzuki in Spain. So. <laughs> Sounds like a porn movie. All <laughs> it really does. Suzuki does Spain. <laughs> Suzuki does Spain. I, I, from an internet video game forum, the Mexican, uh, the Mexico of Europe is Poland. Oh yes, oh. 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 Okay, that, we that's, that's, need that's to much know better. that. So, well, this Thank is you. the worst. Uh, yeah, Shall video we? game. Oh, Sorry. God. Okay, so this actually has pertinence to today. Yes. In fact. Well, so what happened? So I, I immediately put two and two together, and I thought. Well, I wonder if Suzuki set up a plant in one in either the old Bultaco plant or the old Osa plant. But they didn't. I mean, this was a bespoke plant. And in order to, to figure out what happened, we have to go to a little um, Austrian manufacturer called Pooch. Or Pooch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Pooch. The maxi scooter? Yes. Had plants all over Europe. Even though they were based in Austria, they had this plant in northern Spain. Mm. Now, the thing to remember (laughs) about Spain, geographically, it's a huge place. And southern Spain, which borders North Africa via Gibraltar, is very, very different to northern Spain. Mm. Northern Spain, it's got quite a normal four-season climate. Um, There's a lot of industry. It's a very cosmopolitan place. Southern Spain is a lot more of the Spain that you kind of see in the movies. You know, the beaches, the beautiful white hotels, the senoritas, the classic Spain. That's really southern Spain, this blistering hot climate. So northern Spain, big industrial area. And there was this little plant uh, in this town called Gijón. And if you consider, I'm trying to think how we could describe it geographically, it's very, very close to the border with France. So it's, a, it's an area of high industry. And Suzuki basically bought out the pooch manufacturing plant hmm. in this town, primarily to make small scooters for the European market, not just Spain, for France, for England, for Belgium. Anywhere in Europe you could distribute from this centre, but we're talking very, very small bikes. This was in 1983. Now, back then, even though it was owned by Suzuki, it wasn't called Suzuki, it was called Avello. That's hmm. not that long ago. No, it wasn't. And this was that really the beginning. Ita- of that sounds Italian. In the room. Wait, yeah. that's 35 years ago. That is a long time. <laughs> like, uh-huh. how, how old are you guys? Right. 23. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a baby. So anyway, 
Um, Pooch was bought out by the Piaggio Group uh-huh. in 1987. So four years later. So now things... Suzuki was making these things under license. Well, everything changed. So now Suzuki had to come up with their own designs. So really the first true Suzuki... Took them a couple of years. There was a reciprocal agreement between Piaggio and Suzuki that they could carry on using the Avello brand that they'd invented for a couple of years. But in 1989, really, they had their they had to stand on their own. So in '89, Suzuki Espana was born, and they came up with this wonderful thing called the Lido one Lido 75cc, which Lido. was a little the Lido. Whoa. <laughs> so they made the Lido 75 um, a couple of little step through scooters called the Address and this wonderful thing called the DR Big and the, <laughs> yep. Yep. can the I DR get one Big, of those DR the DR Big the best stands for Dick R Big Dr. Big the best way to describe the DR Big if you were to take an adventure motorcycle style and put a tiny 50cc engine in it <laughs> are you sure you're not big. confusing that with my high school nickname <laughs> Dr. Big Dr. Oh. Big Liza so anyway <laughs> <laughs> so this is the DR the DR eight hundred S. Well, no, no, this is something else. But that's what it was styled on. Oh, if okay. you imagine the DR eight hundred S styling mm-hmm. in like two thirds scale with a moped engine, that was the DR big. That's hmm. interesting. Yeah, wow. and it was primarily for you know licensing requirements in Europe are very different to America. Yeah, you know in France, kids of fourteen can actually ride a moped. So the thing had a schnabel like the DR. Yeah, big. oh, absolutely. <laughs> But it was just like in in two-thirds scale. Wow. That's all that really matters. You want to take it off pavement, it has to have a schnobble. Now, the thing is, back in the 80s, uh, the very, very late 80s, 89, 1991, I lived in Spain. And I vividly remember seeing these things. So, you know, as I'm reading through the history of Suzuki, it's become a very personal journey for me. Because I got a reputation, not unsurprisingly, as as a hotshot mechanic. And a lot of the kids would bring me these things to fix. Um, the roads in southern Spain were pretty bad, and I did a lot of welding on frames, a lot of welding on swing arms, you know, just to repair, because of course they got some abuse. Um, so. But DR Big sounds really hot. DR Big, and it was the hot <laughs> ticket. A lot of these Pretty kids sure wanted these video. things. <laughs> Oh, you saw my own weight. I'm not. I'm not proud. <laughs> so you got that ticket. Emma says she seldom. So anyway, <laughs> by the early '90s, the DR Big was actually being phased out because the market for mopeds was shrinking, but the market for scooters was increasing. So we're back to scooters, and what Suzuki had was this thing called the Address, and the Address. It was quite a sharp-looking scooter. It was a very, very nicely styled scooter, but a little bit dated. So in 94, they updated it to this thing called the Address RF. Now, anybody who knows me here knows that my current squeeze is a Suzuki RF900. It's Rufus. So the same guy who styled the RF 
Style the Address RF. Ooh. And if you imagine RF styling RF? on a scooter, that's exactly what it looked like. It had these huge gill vents in the side, very pointed nose. It was a really, really good-looking scooter. It was only 100cc, but it was capable of about 70 miles an hour and very advanced for the time. Lord, it had wow. disc brakes, 100cc. telescopic a forks. Uh, no, it's a two-stroke. Oh. <laughs> See, that was a ripping little 100cc. Mm. Ripping li- little expansion chamber on the back. But what the hell has this got to do with motorcycles? Exactly what I was thinking. We're <laughs> going through the 90s. Basically, by 2000... The market for scooters and mopeds in Spain and in Southern Europe had gotten so small, they made the switch to motorcycles. Mm. Um, Hmm. The range of motorcycles, they started off making Marauders. And Marauders was... Marauders are interesting bikes. I liked the Marauder. Yeah, exactly. It was like a power cruiser. That's exactly what I'd call it. Kawasaki had the Mean Streak, I think. Yeah, Yeah, they were cool. And Suzuki had the Marauder, but we just got the 800 Marauder. In Europe, there was a whole slew of them from 250 up. Mm -hmm. The Marauder was kind of like a range. And if you were just starting out, you'd get a 250 Marauder. Then you could do 500, 750, 800, and so on and so forth. So that's what they started off making. And that was right around 2000. By 2004, they're doing uh, 125 dirt bikes, four strokes now, 250s, Marauders, 800s, and GS500s. And this is where the GS500 that I came across was made. Between 2004 on... All GS Suzuki GS 500s were made in Spain. Um, full fairing, really nicely built bike. And if you see one in the flesh, especially if you put it next to the Japanese one, you'll notice there's a lot of things that are different. The forks are different, the brake calipers are different, the discs are different, the handlebars, the top and bottom uh, triple trees are different. There's a lot of locally sourced parts on it, so it's not just a case of the kit coming over from Japan and then being assembled. There's a lot of local stuff on it. I saw one today. Yes. Emma told me that this bike was made in Spain. Yeah. And it's a Suzuki. And I was like, oh, mind blown. And I'm looking at it, and I, it, it, I knew it was a goose, but it was a sleek goose. Was it this, the F? Because mm. I had one of those in class the other day, and they're good looking. Yeah, they're ri- mm. they they're really, really tidied looking. up the styling. It's an amazing fairing. It's yeah. kind of Ducati style, where the whole lower fairing is one smooth piece. And, you know, they really cleaned up the tail on them. It's got a very, very nice looking tail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're drawing to the close. So all through the 2000s, I wish I could say this story had a happy ending, but unfortunately it doesn't. Um, 2013... That's not long ago. Yeah. 2013, Suzuki pulled the plug. (laughs) And they just... The factory had been losing money for some time. And they actually closed the factory. There were 200 employees. Every single one of them got laid off. Mm. And that is the end of Suzuki production in Spain. They've got no plans of bringing it back. The factory was closed. It was shuttered. Um, as far as I know, the industrial park, I went onto Google Maps and looked at the building and it looks like the building has actually been r- completely raised and a new building has been built. So it's mm. it's not over. I mean, it's over exclamation point. But what an interesting story. And it's one that I, 
it was rattling around in the back of my head. <laughs> and just seeing this GS500 here in America with Made in Spain on the side of it. Yeah. It just reminded me. And it's... That's deep and dark. It is deep mm-hmm. and dark. It's, and it's worldly. It's almost as strange as the Italian-made Hondas. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> so like Honda, but they didn't work well? No, they just... <laughs> <laughs> no, the Honda 919, the Hornets. Yeah. The Italian-made uh, Hondas. Mm. The Horn- yeah, they did the Looked Hornets better, and the 919, worse, right? Worse. Both yep. of them, yeah. Yeah. But it, it was a great bike. And having worked in the industrial sector in Spain the quality is so high and they are so proud of their product Mm. I know it must have been heartbreaking for them to shut down that factory and I know Suzuki don't do these things lightly so tough decisions all round but there we go an interesting piece of history tra la la thank you very much for that history Olama yes thank you so uh, moving on now we've got another segment you know how uh, we have a little game called What's It Worth? Selling for. Exactly. It's worth threepence <laughs> halfpenny. So. Not even that. We've all. It's <laughs> worth a hernia. We've tried that to edu- we've tried to dumpster. educate people here not to buy any like Chinese scooters or bikes. Nope. It's well, a it's a one and done, right? It's yeah. a one and done, especially if it says doesn't run. Oh, <laughs> they mean it doesn't run. Full stop. We have a couple we have a couple chinese like drz supermoto ripoffs in in the you know that we inherited from a different range mm-hmm. oh. the cam they these are 2400 dollars new the camshafts first of all there's such a copy of the drz you can put a drz cam in them and second <laughs> you have to because the cam's rounded out at 1500 miles oh. you're freaking oh. kidding i am not kidding oh. they're wow. not even hardened not probably Jesus. wow horribly wow. hard so <laughs> made them out of like pot metal yeah, yeah. i want i want to thank uh sheila in texas for sharing this hey sheila how are you? And yeah, how you this, doing, doll? This person has found a new way to try and sell a non-running Chinese scooter. <laughs> Need a boat anchor? So we're not going to play what's it worth, because I think we all know what's it worth. Do we all agree? Zero? Less than zero. Right. Bagel. Yeah, hey, zero. But it's worth heartache and pain. Let me share yes. the description, and then you guys guess all that's worth. what they're asking for it. Okay? So in this description... It says uh, it's a moped scooter for sale with free 55 inch flat screen LG TV. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. It says if you buy the scooter, I will give you a free 55 inch flat screen LG TV. <laughs> That's awesome. Scooter That's is not desperate. running at the moment, needs a little work. Oh my god. TV works just fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right, anyone want to guess what they're asking? This is, the wait, this is so, awful. So we just like need to guess what the TV is yeah, right. $50. I'm guessing 100 bucks. Yeah. 250. Now, flat screens used flat screens are Keep cheap. Going. Are $50. Keep going. $50. Keep going. 250. Keep going. 250. Keep going. 1000. Not so far. I said 500. 800. Exactly. What? Wow. Wow. Wait, what kind of a flat screen is it? <laughs> LG. Okay. I got a running ST1100. Does it? Uh, is it 4K? Bucks. <laughs> this scooter. I mean, we already know it's a non-running Chinese scooter. It's called the Adventure 150. Um, it's not Kimco, is it? Because Kimcos are actually good. It does. No, it looks like no. It's not a Kimco. It looks like it's got mismatched it's, plastics. I don't know. It's, it's, it's one not of the just, mirrors are like literally hanging down. The other one of the mirrors is hanging. missing. It's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not, like when. 
somebody hands you a flyer in the mall, it's like, throw this away for me. But, yes. but it's not right? just an Adventure 150, and it's a, it's an Adventure 150 LB150T-12. That's way too many numbers and letters. <laughs> That's how you know it's Chineseium. <laughs> but I gotta give credit to this person for trying something new. Yeah. Oh, yeah. free. Speaking TV. of scooters and weird scooters, I found a new place in San Jose called Scooterland. What? It's this crazy... It's this... No, it's this... It's kind of... It looks like the garage, but bigger, because like, there's just stuff everywhere. Yeah. There's oh, no. weird stuff everywhere. There's... I've never this, seen so many different kinds of scooters in one place. Oh, this is a place it's that's run, that it's does... run by this like it's run by this you know like old Israeli guy who I like I walked in he's like are you married and I was like no he's like well I have seven daughters oh. <laughs> and like, that's awesome. he's amazing his name's Joe yeah wow. so it's it's like you go up eighty seven past two eighty and then get off on the right yeah past two eighty and it's back tucked in there okay so it's, it's a such co-op. a weird place no, no it's a it's, business it's a business wow, he sells wow. scooters he works on scooters he currently also sells his daughters. Yeah. <laughs> trying, no, it's so trying. cool. It was you so come cool. And have seen it with Free us. scooter if you buy time. my daughter. It was the best. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So if, if you if you've got a weird scooter problem, like an unidentified scooter or anything, even works on like motorized wheelchairs and stuff. Nice. It's a cool wow. place. If you also yeah. also if you have lady problems, maybe you get a kid with one of his daughters. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I think it's time to move on to our Patreon prize pack. So, so we're going to win some shit. Well, we're doing this every month because we appreciate our Patreon subscribers so much mm. that I've got a box of really cool shit and we throw together a prize pack every month. We're a little late, but playing catch up. And Emma, this busy. is a big. I mean, Vanna, can you please tell everyone <laughs> what's in the box? Well, this what's week, in the box? what's, what's in, the in the box? <laughs> this week, we got a really big, we got a really big box. Emma's it's got a, a big, big box. box. So, well then, so in, big, bigger than everyone else. No particular <laughs> order. Is it DR big? It is DR big. <laughs> it's great. It's so great. $25 gift card from Twisted Road. Twisted Road. $25 off Twisted Road rental. Yes, son. My contribution to the gift box Vos hat. It's a baseball hat. It's black. It's got the Vos symbol on the front. It's a wonderful thing. Oh, it's all black. That's cool. That's very nice. The water? The drinking water? Oh, no. It's actually... Vos or Vos? They make motorcycle helmets. Oh, okay. It's a very... And I I won this this morning. Which means you can wear it to a rally. Yeah, you can. I won this this morning (laughs) on the ladies' ride. I'm not really a hat person, so I'll include it. In the Patreon subscribers. Is that a DOT so certified baseball cap? Emma certified <laughs> it baseball is Emma. cap. What else is in the box? Oh, this is good. Oh. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. that is so nice. Stockton tire pressure gauge. Yes. It's a radial Ooh. gauge. Guys, keep nice your tires gauge. inflated at the correct pressure. Don't be a lazy With fuck. With this yep. gauge... The excuses stop. You hey. have no excuses to be Super riding around easy. on underinflated tires. That's a legit pro-looking gauge. It is man. a legit mm. gauge. And the thing I like about this gauge, it's mm-hmm. got this crazy angle on the head. Yeah. So if you've got big rotors on the it's, front, it's like all of us angle. do, you can get to good angle. You can get at the valve stem between the rotors. Yep. Awesome. It's specifically for motorbikes. It's got a spot. purge button, right? It's one of those ones with the purge button. Yeah, it's on got there. a purge button. So cool. it's yeah. real easy. You do what I do at you work. Just 
push the over, button. inflate it, and then ch -ch -ch, right, lead well, it off. Yep. 36 it in the front, 42 in the, the back, button, Pete. All right. We've got a lot in the box. Oh, Keep going. When they're cold. Okay, this, what else have we got? Actually, can I say Oh, this um, is a good one. I put this in there. That tire gauge. Oh! Ooh. Oh! Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're such a child. L the pressure is L -E -D. high. L-E-D. Illuminated oh. motorcycle oh. testy class. Bike nuts. Oh my god. Bike, bike nuts. nuts. We, bike have, bike nuts. Nuts. we yes. have nuts Blowing in the nuts. box. It is that big. They're uh, <laughs> it's for safety. Uh, they're functional. <laughs> they, are, they are light up. Light, light up they're LED functional. bike nuts to hang on the back of oh your bike. Oh my god. So if you've got a bike, <laughs> if you've got a masculine bike, and you want to hang some testicles on them and have them illuminate at night? We have got them. Uh, Liza's going like to demonstrate you can, them you now. You can wear them as earrings if you get a pair. <laughs> I think uh, you can. It'd be very nice. Yeah, I put some on my KTM. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay, just going back oh, to the tire pressure. These are, um, you can adjust the angle too. By the way, these this next one I'm certified. These yeah. are some of my favorites. These are stance socks. Yeah, Ooh. they're the same people who make the Evil Knievel socks. But I also love these. These are Santa Cruz socks. Yeah, these wow. are the Santa Cruz socks. You know the logo. It's kind of like a a, 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 a blue hand with, with a screaming mouth in the palm of the hand. It's a wonderful design. Sealed Ross. Stuff. Yeah, Ross, exactly. Yeah, screaming hand. Yeah. All right, what black, else? blue, what else very, very nice. Santa Cruz. We have a book. Yes, we do. Bad, Bad Road Rising. Yeah, this is author Mike Barron, who we interviewed uh, like about two months ago. Exactly. And this I mean, is his book about who, would, who wouldn't want this the PI table. who rides around on a bike. Yep. Yeah. Was he the Did Vietnam we? veteran guy? No, different one. Okay. Right. So what else we got? Um, oh yeah, that's a, also a discount for Elspeth Beard's book. You know, Ooh. read this book. It's the most amazing character study I think I have ever read. You could describe it as one woman's uh, descent into madness if you want. But you All right. we got to get to the drawing. What Amazon else is in there? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not good. You mean that's not menopause? Motion pro hydraulic brake bleeder. Yes. Oh, that's the awesome. That's Final nice. item. And you know we love these guys. Oh, and there's an Amazon Army sticker this? and a Motorcycles and Misfits Oh, we're going to give you tons this of stickers. Moto Crew. So Moto Crew t-shirt. We love yeah, the Yeah, these are the kids racing who came in here. Johnny, you know the Moto Crew kids? Yes, exactly. So it's an action-packed box. If you get this box, it is so valuable. You're going to be in the next tax bracket, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, will Hello. you do the honors of dipping oh, in there and drawing a name Give out a nice of jingle. the bag? So exciting. You're a nice shake, shakeroo. There you go. Shake okay. those nuts. Now, I don't all of our favorites. Patreon subscribers, any dollar amount, you're all entered in here for the drive. Darlings, if you are a Patreon subscriber, I love you all equally. We all so love you. Thank no you so much. So there is no favorites here, darling. I, on the other hand, definitely play favorites. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dun, who's dun, the winner? Dun, dun, dun. Are you ready? Yeah. Justin Martin. I love Justin. Justin. Oh, right. He's a great DJ. Congratulations. All right, Justin Martin. Congratulations, Justin Martin. You're going to get all that. I'm going to send it out to you. And you got yes, a big you don't get bike nuts. Yeah, and Justin is a smart chap. He's given us his email address so we can get in touch. Stuff's on its way to you, Justin. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being a Patreon subscriber. That's to right. Us. You guys 
keep us alive. Without you, there are no mysteries. Yeah, hey, hey, do so, us a favor. And, thank you. Sorry, uh, do us a favor and, and take photos of that shit with you. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. On like, your make, sure, make sure we get a face to a name if you want. You That'd know. be fantastic. Yeah, so, please. I stick the testicles awesome. on your bike. Yeah. On your bike. <laughs> take a picture. What could possibly go wrong? I was thinking as you traverse the country and you're testing your tire pressure, take a photo. I will say we have yeah. been getting pictures of socks on Instagram, so keep them coming. Yeah, we did. Someone pictures in Australia took a picture of their Evil Knievel socks. Nice. Fantastic. I know. I love them. Right then. All right. Back to Emma. Hello, darling. Emma, did you go for a ride today? I went for a ride today. Well, how and was your ride? Shall I tell you who was to blame? Oh. Bex. For your I did ride. it. <laughs> Birthday girl. Birthday Bex. girl. So um, I, was, I was lying in bed last night with my cup of tea. And Aww. I was sc- scrolling through the old Facebook, and I get to a little notice that said, "Tomorrow is Bex's birthday." So I go on oh, to happy Bex- birthday. Yes, thank you. So I go on to Bex's uh, 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 page, and I see she's going on a ride tomorrow with a group that I'm not familiar with. They're the uh, what do they call themselves? San Jose Ladies. Yes. Um, yes. San Jose Ladies ride and. Uh, we met at uh, In-N-Out Burger in San Jose. Santa Clara area? In Santa Clara yeah. by San Jose Airport at 10.30. Um, there's a lot of yakking going on. I think, what? Kick- <laughs> I thought kickstands up was going to be at about 11 because I was a little late. Thank goodness. Uh, it thank was goodness. But mm-hmm. kickstands up was what? 11.30 or something? Maybe even it 12? It seems like a while. We had photo shoots. Photo shoot giveaways. <laughs> um, what a nice bunch of people. And we did a very, very leisurely drive um, through the Santa Cruz Mountains. And we ended up in Aptos. Yeah. But it was back roads all the way, all around yeah. Lexington Reservoir. We, you good. can actually go from San Jose to Watsonville. Without touching a, a freeway. freeway. Mm-hmm. We you ended up on, on 152 mm. a little bit. Um, That's not the, a freeway, um, is it? No. No. Yeah. Did you go on Uvis? Is that what it was? Uvis? Yes, we That's t- a we fast way. A fast way and occasionally blocked by Prius way. But yeah, mostly or uses. minivan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a women's riding club? Yes. Well, well sort of. I mean, or it's just, a just an, egle- it's an eclectic bunch of women. Um, the, the type of bikes absolutely are all across the board there yes. was a couple of harleys there were a couple of stunt bikes biker couple, chicks man yeah couple, <laughs> yeah a couple of jixers there was we a, even had a, a mom with her daughter yep mom That's with her dope. daughter on a harley cool. yeah there was even yeah um, there was even a Suzuki RF900 in LA Lakers colors. <laughs> <laughs> With a fantastic queen atop. Yes. Um, queen Emma. But it was oh, just, it was a menu. nice ride. It was spirited without being crazy. There was no competition. We were all just out to have a nice day. Yeah. Um, uh, I heard it was a like, decent sized group. Well, we had just as many people who showed 20. up here. Know, right? Yeah, and that was half the group because half, yeah. when oh. we got to Watsonville, half had to go back because of commitments they had in San Jose, and the other half continued on to the garage. Let's say, what, 15 bikes? Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, I'd say about I, I 15 so. bikes. And that's actually a small group. Um, the girl who runs it, and forgive Robin. me. Robin. Robin. With a Y. Um, oh, you've oh, talked about her before. Right yeah. Robin Diamond. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Robin Diamond. Um, she said normally the groups are bigger than that. So, um, And they are. So if you're a woman, if you ride a bike, if you live in the Bay Area, 
join us. Well, it was cool. I mean, I talked to him for a little bit, and um, the fact that they drew people from all over the Bay Area. I think one of them was from Fairfield. And I was like, man, you're getting a lot of riding in today. We Wait. had a woman from Colfax, which is Where that? the other east side of Sacramento. Northeast mm, of Sacramento. It's about an hour north Fairf- of Sacramento yeah, on 80. Exactly. Freaking far. We had Jesus. people from women from. San, uh, San Francisco, um, some from North East Bay. Um, it was. It, it's just to show you that we have a community that's really passionate and want to and ride mobile. with other. Right. Yes, and mobile. And they were super nice. They all rolled up and like we're checking out the scene and yeah. next thing everybody's eating and having cake and having a good time. So Wait a minute. So what what, what are the dudes doing over there? Is this an all chicks ride? Are you guys yeah, this is an all chicks ride. You know, I mean, there were no dudes. Yeah, no. There dudes. were no dudes. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, oh, the, they, they the dudes don't home. ride sweet. We we did have no. <laughs> we did have a dude try and do a wheelie. D- like a, he saw you and it yes. was like ah, thirty yeah. women. I'll try and do I'm a wheelie. I'm going to do a wheelie now. And how'd that go? Really, it, I'm surprised he didn't crash. <laughs> it was not so pleasant. But anyway, it was fun. That was the dude vi- part of our ride. Was that Doctor Big? <laughs> Dr. I think that was Doctor Feelgood. <laughs> he wanted to, um, but what a great ride! It really it was. was fun, wasn't it? Okay, like, so so um, definitely Uvis Road. Uh, there are a couple different names of it. Uvis is hi- a fast road. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, you have views, you have curves, and they're not too challenging. Um, you have. I, I like vineyards and lakes as you're passing by you get to see the bay area off to the side and then you crest over and you see the ocean and watsonville and the the fields mm. of our I, produce or our salad basket of, of the u.s and it's just beautiful but I it te- was a great choice but i tell you what bex every mile I do on that RF 900. I am flabbergasted at what a fantastic bike it She's is. She's so smooth. Just it, it really makes you feel like you're riding. I watched Emma, and she is fluid. Like it's, she's it's in a, water. It's a very, very elegant bike. It really is an elegant bike, and it rides like it. It, it, it's such a forgiving bike. And you know, it's, it's typical. Oh, dear God, the dog's broken wing. Oh, good, <laughs> oh, no. good Lord. You can get, uh, you can, those things wow. come with 17s, right? 17. Yeah. Okay. No, it's a modern bike. It's a modern bike. That's it's right. got fully floating <laughs> rotors on the front, 320 mil. It's got no 17s front and rear. Oh, my God. The He's only thing, the only thing Jesus that God. really dates it, it is, it's a bit heavy. Yeah. What year was, is that thing? Uh, mine's a 94. If you have to fart, they're, add they're, right now because you can get away with it. They're putting 320 millimeter rotors on a bike yeah. in 94. That's crazy. I didn't realize. Yeah, fully wow. floating. Wow. Um, it's It hasn't got upside down forks. It's got conventional forks, yeah. but there are cartridges in there. Yeah. So it actually, you know, it handles for a tuna boat. It handles really, really well. Well, and she shows up with like glitter. Uh, the, the bike glows and sparkles because there's in the stock paint. Yeah. 
It's glitter. <laughs> oh my god! It oh, takes wild. me back to my first life <laughs> as a child. It was a purple Schwinn that had glitter. It takes <laughs> I me back to, it. back to Magic Johnson. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it is. It, yeah. is it a Magic seems, Johnson bike. You know, I look at the bikes that we have in the showroom in Monterey, and it seems that the Japanese manufacturers have become a little more conservative with their paint palette these days i mean back in the 90s there were some bikes out of there with some wild paint jobs you know maybe it's time to bring them back i think that mike challenges that mouth like he he takes the japanese bikes now (laughs) right (laughs) and or or or, um and turns them into um Mm. kind of an art Cereal. Cereal. Well, but we'll see what the public thinks because next week he's entering all three That's of yes. his choppers. Yes. Uh, he's, he's entering his little show. baby chopper too? Yes, he is. Oh, yes. Nice. yes. I'm betting on the triple-triple. I think he's going to be I, I hope I get an honorary award my, for that or something. My <laughs> prediction is with Mary's LS650, he's going to do really quite well. Let me bring it back real quick to what Beck said about like watching Emma being really smooth. I, I let almost nobody ride my bike because I love it, even though it's ugly and cheap and stupid. But Emma, along with Zach, are basically the only two people oh, I've ever let I ride suck. my bike. And having Emma ride your bike is one of the most awesome experiences ever. I went it's behind beautiful. her, and it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Isn't that watching, watching Emma, like, it's like, oh, that's my bike, which is well, my she's baby. Used and then to, Emma's riding it so beautifully. She's yeah. used yeah. to riding belugas. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is... Whale in handler. It, I, the th- yeah, I am a whale handler. <laughs> The thing that's is, in England, we aren't blessed... If I join a club, that's my name. We aren't blessed with the climate that we have here in California. So you're going to be riding in cold oh, weather. Yeah. You're going to be riding in freezing weather. You're going to be riding in rain. Low and nobody conditions. likes mm-hmm. to go slow. So you learn to ride smooth. You either ride slowly or you ride smoothly. If you're in the wet... And you want to get somewhere quick, you'd better learn to ride smoothly. Because if you jerk around yeah, with sharp the throttle and sharp bad. movements, you're going you're gonna to end up on your ass. So the, that's the mantra. You know, you feed in the power. Use mm-hmm. all the power, but feed it in. Use all the power of your brakes, but feed them in and look through the turn. I'll tell you one thing about that RF. It does keep me on my game because you need to look through the turns. Mm. If you don't, it will bite Rufus you in the ass. Is it one of those bikes? Is it jumpy? No, not at all. Is it one of those bikes that once you set your lean and your turn, you're kind of stuck there unless you Pretty much. really give it a nice well, it's, push? Well, I mean, it's... Oh, I've seen her give it a push. In the big scheme of things, it's... I mean, it's not as heavy as, say, Liza's Concourse. Yeah. But it's a big lump of metal and plastic. Uh, and yeah. once you set your line, you're set. especially <laughs> yeah. if you're moving... You're done. Yeah. That's it. That's where you're going to be. Yeah. So you need to look through. You need to find your exit and just pin it. Because if you shut off halfway through a corner, it'll try and tie itself in a knot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like roll off the throttle? Yeah, you don't oh, roll yeah. off the throttle. Does it try and stand up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's, As, yeah, it's like you it's lose momentum. Bike. It just tries to well, stand up. Well, what happens up. is there's a lot of weight transfer or a bike like that. Right. And it's 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 thing. a typical bike of the 90s. Yeah. It, the best way to ride it is to push it through a corner and yep. have the power actually 
push you through. Yep. Yeah. Wait, it wait. steers from the back. It doesn't steer from the front. It steers from the back, if you understand that. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the throttle input. You kind of, you point it with your ass. You kind of shift it around with your butt. <laughs> Which is why you looked so beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I thought it was fantastic, just if I can interject, um, that the women were of a very varied uh writing level oh absolutely and we all embraced each other and that was it really was the lack of that is why i don't usually like group rides well the the thing that the boys need to really learn is it's not about competition Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know when you're on a group ride and you're a bunch of guys, you can get a little competitive with one another. And that's okay Sir. until you get two hot shots who really start duking it out. When was the last time a vampire that. ride didn't end in a crash? Oh, I don't remember, but... <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, what it was a JFR uh, today. No crashes. Yeah, 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 yeah. JFRs don't count. And you, know, <laughs> you end up testosterone poisoning is what right. happens. And the thing is, if you go on a ladies' ride, there's none of that competition. We're just out to have a nice, spirited ride mm-hmm. and enjoy the scenery. I would love to go on a ladies' ride, but they never allow me. <laughs> But you have such Aww. beautiful eyes. <laughs> just, just cover up but your you beard. But you like to give the ladies rides. Yes, we know. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> cover up your beard, and flutter you know your eyelashes, let me, they'll let, me, let you right in. Let me touch on a subject here about how there are always there's a group of shitty people who talk about, oh, we should see, treat women and men as equals. But you know what? It's part of the reasons why women don't like going on fucking group rides with dudes is of that reason. Because you have mm-hmm. shitty dudes who want to be competitive with each other whether they realize it or not. You know, it's just like we want to ride with women because we don't have to deal with that bullshit. Sounds like that wheelie you dude know. tried to compete. Well, well that's, that's another example of that. There's always, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, the if you fill out this three-page questionnaire, knock, maybe I'll let you ride on a ladies' ride. You know, right, right. right. You don't, yeah. How, exactly. how do it's you like, sort? How do you sort out people who aren't going to get all crazy and competitive on that? I, yeah. well, I will say, having ridden with a couple of different patched organizations, that. That's one of the nice things, and it doesn't necessarily go for the vampires, but um, there's a definite pecking order, and yeah. there's a guy in the lead that sets the pace, and you're going where he goes, and you don't pass him, and you don't pass the person in front of you, because oh, yeah. they outrank you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. you know, maybe not all male riders, but I, and I hate to be that guy, not all men, but <laughs> there is that one very weird situation where it doesn't really happen, and that's those said, patched group Said rides. the man wearing pearls. Uh, yeah, bring out my eyes. <laughs> we all, we all <laughs> have our beads. Hey, um, hey, guys, I want to get to some emails. We're emails! finally able to catch up. We've got yes, a yes, lot of emails. really good emails, and I am going to start with one, and I hope I get the name right. I believe this is John Ike. He says, cheers from Iowa. Hey, John. Thank you, hey. guys, for doing what you do. He says, I love all the different people and personalities from different backgrounds what, that have what? come and gone over the years, and how absolutely everyone is welcomed with open 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 arms uh he's been riding for five years he started on a 1979 xs650 oh that's a good bike that he bought for a thousand dollars but it was constantly you know in and out of the shop so then he sold it and he bought a 2015 triumph street triple rx also a good bike that's a big move up that's what the doctor ordered Uh, (laughs) who said that (laughs) 
who said that awful pun? Bagel, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Fucking hell. So he, he's, got a, he's got a question for the misfits. Oh, yes, darling. He's messaging just out of curiosity if any misfits would be so inclined to join or escort him on an ideally scenic ride from L.A. to San Francisco on Ooh. Saturday, July 28th. Ask gas for cash and play rides for free. He says, I think Henry and I have a plan to be sort of south. Says, I know this is a last minute and probably crazy idea, but I play in a punk band hmm. that is playing LA on Friday the 27th and San Francisco on the 28th. Wow. I have one way flights into oh LA and out of San Francisco. So I know that it is a logistical pain in the ass, but I'm hoping to find so many uh, on Twisted Roads. Oh. Uh, so he's going to find a bike on twistedroad.com and he's hoping he can find someone to join him. Uh, he, How's the bike getting back afterwards? Oh, that's a good question. And I tell you what, I hate mm. to shoot him down in flames. I don't think he can do it. Yeah, he could ride overnight. Unless oh, you, yeah, you can you, totally you guys, do it. Not scenic. You can get don't up ride at, a bike it's, at it's night. It's a six-hour ride. Yeah, but scenic? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, no, scenic, scenic, that's not possible. Not unless well, you really like Highway do, 5. As you long as you do 198 in that scenic you're so good. hang on no which is and just let me know if this is a psycho idea i guess we're about no, to tell I him also he says p.s i'd take it up the butt for basically any church of choppers bike but especially the bmw love oh! you love the bmw r90 jeff wright is a rad builder from des moines iowa and he loves all bikes cool so can he do it scenic think- no Right? Well, yes. Well, I mean, well, how are you going to get the bike back? Scenic. Here's what I'll say. If you're from Iowa and you haven't been out here, 101 is gorgeous. 101 you know what is I mean? gorgeous. So that's, yeah. a, that's a not a bad way. Yeah, you're not it getting can the be, best that California has to mm-hmm. offer. But, but one is open again. It, it can, can be scary, scary windy. windy. Yeah, one, one is but not, it's 10 not, hours yeah. on one. Uh, At least. No. No. You can do it from less LA? than that. All right. Yes, it's like traffic. Well, you, traffic. you have to. Okay. Well, you'd have summer. to. Well, hang on. Okay. You'd have to get through LA on, on a Saturday morning. Ugh. Now, I'm, I, you could, probably couldn't do Twisted Road because of the whole return thing unless you work something out. But maybe Eagle Rider has options available where you could mm-hmm. do a one way rental. I don't know. Um, but if you left early enough on Saturday and just hauled ass before the traffic in LA got bad, you could then go and then ride uh, up the coast. You know, have you any? Have you any idea what time punk bands play till in the middle of the night? Yeah, well, it's been a little while. Yeah, yeah I have a suggestion. Fine. How you about this? Four hours of sleep. But how about just come up 101 just to get up to Northern California, cross over Nacimiento Ferguson, not Ferguson Nacimiento yeah. yeah. Road, which is a great road all the way to the coast, and then you can take one up from there. I this wouldn't. That, that, even that's going to take too long. I I just shoot up one to Santa Cruz and then just do one between Santa Cruz and San Francisco. Or one to 68 just cut over 68 from 101 yeah true that oh cut across the 198 so there's there's a yes. lot of options yeah. there's, and there's a lot of good taquerias yeah <laughs> but <laughs> anyone interested in in joining him yeah i think we're gonna be there we uh like uh big sur area so we can join you for half that all right uh bex i will pass you the email and you can email him and maybe meet up oh cool beans awesome. yeah if anything he could be hung over at the garage the next day or whatever <laughs> you know, I know. if he's playing on saturday punk my he old could heart. stop by 
bagel. Yes. What do you have there? I have an email from Dan Hostiak. Hey, Dan. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, we Did Dan send us a picture with his testicles on fire? On fire. Something like that. Okay, very good. Wait, Scooter Santa? Yes. Scooter Santa. Oh, yeah. And Dan Hey, Misfits. Great seeing you all at Mid-Ohio. What What a shit show. Yes. Thrilled I got to pop my Mid-Ohio cherry with you crazy cats. Thanks again for the large dill pickle, the perfect condition to any slightly warm domestic beer. Oh, yeah. I, I brought I brought my band camp dirty and abused 08 Stella scooter to mid-Ohio and was vaguely trying to sell it to put the money towards a motorcycle. Mm. No bites all weekend until a guy I know approached me with a trade for a 92 Yamaha Ciro XT225. Okay. Do it. One Ooh. ride around the campground and I was all over it. Hmm. I've been loving it for around town riding, but I need some better gear to wear. Any recommendations for jacket, pants, boots? I've been looking at the Cortec, Accelerator, Men's Armor, but I'm clueless on pants and boots. What's the price range? Um, uh, didn't say. Ohio. Um, he says, most of my riding will be street, but I'd like, like something I could wear for the occasional off-road riding, too. Thanks for the advice, Misfits. Hugs and tugs in the alley. Scooter Dan <laughs> I would recommend if you really want something that's going to last a significant amount of time, go straight for Climb because I've been disappointed with everything else. Uh, of all the major really? brands. Straight yeah. to the fucking $900 Wait, pair on of pants. XT225? For a pair of pants to wear, no. like, wear off road, they're be worth like more than bucks. his bike. It's going to be like 300 bucks. Right. But, but they'll but last significantly longer. Anything when else. you're traveling around the world, yes. I'd say you're better to get something cheaper and get a pair of leather a pair of like vented and a pair yeah. of like jeans the vented ones will like, tear get, out in six months AGB yeah but good, if you're not riding that should we often. ask the people who have survived some crashes recently <laughs> I've, uh, I've just got expensive shit yeah, that costs more than his is even more expensive like three times more than his bike so don't well, ask but me you, you don't buy the gear for the bike you buy it for yourself exactly. are you worth that much that's yeah. the question exactly. you need like, to ask like mm-hmm. what I've because seen the asphalt doesn't care you, how hard how, how fast you're going when you hit it and you it doesn't something. care how expensive your bike is or right. not right. I get it it's easy to recommend that somebody else spend money but it's like I like I spent like Three hundred dollars on a set of Revit pants, and it's been two years, and they they fucking like torn out. Yeah, like don't three do times, Revit. And I'm sick of it. Like they had a really? good reputation. They, they I love my not Revit, dude. I've got a pair of Revit I've that I have like six years. years. Yeah, the old stuff was better. They're not good huh. anymore. Um, their yeah. their stitching sucks now. Something I'd so, suggest that's a cost effective way to get a lot of really good protection is dirt bike gear. I mean, you can get an armor yeah. jacket, especially yeah. if you go on eBay. Yeah, get an that's armor jacket. Too. And the other thing that's is smart. where they ride, the weather's so varied. But with an mm-hmm. armored jacket, you got the protection. You can layer appropriately you could just wear that with nothing else if it's hot or you could layer other things over that yeah, put a hoodie on and I top think of you, it you know you look at the dirt bike stuff and for the 225 which is like the ultimate um ama vintage days bike in my opinion but um <laughs> yeah look at dirt bike gear it's cheap it's very effective yeah so you can layer it. it's, it's funny you should mention that jim because i mean i'm constantly going backwards and forwards with pants i mean i've got a jacket which i love very much i love my helmet mm-hmm. gloves boots. i do like I've that jacket that. but I'm really like, what the hell? Well, here's what I like today. I went for like a pretty ripping ride through the redwoods. I just want to get out for a bit, and right. about for an hour, I was I was humming pretty good. And I, but it was hot, right? So I had a vented uh, Klim jacket, but it was one that somebody donated actually. And I was wishing I could have gotten my dirt bike gear under, right? Because it would have been like yeah. I would have felt so much. Well, better. what I was going to say is I'm probably going to end up with dirt bike pants. 
um, just armor. with armor. Yeah, yeah, can, and that, those are going to be perfect. For well, so can, can I mention that dirt bike gear is um, good abrasion protection? Mm-hmm. Um, it is the opposite at, of that. It's good impact, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah, impact. No, yeah. but it, it it doesn't have any absorptive properties. What dirt um, bike gear? We're talking about the crash jackets. Like, so I just did three thousand miles up the coast of California, and I wore uh, Fox's super suit, their little dirt bike jacket with the mesh sleeves. Yeah, yeah I forgot about the built-in that. body yeah. armor. Those are great, and a pair of riding pants with Kevlar lining um, now obviously I didn't have any emergency get-offs but the heat was unbearable through parts of Northern California mm, yeah. and I stayed nice and cool with it now that whole rig you know cost me I bought it new so you're looking at anywhere from 90 to 120 for a pair of Kevlar lined riding jeans on the low end as a man as a man and you're looking at uh, you know what did I pay a hundred and something for the for the riding jacket and I just threw a cheap you know $30 jersey over that to, to yeah. so I didn't look like I was you know trying to hulk out in a in a, in well, a spandex suit well you built like a brick shit house so yeah. you know, <laughs> you can, you, but no it was, it was an amazing ride and I went all the way up and came all the way down and I was super comfortable done but yeah. Pants. Uh, I'm gonna say the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> Boots, gloves, yeah. jacket, you, pants. The answer is yes. If but you're gonna go cheap you, on something, well, don't do it on the pants. Get what you can afford and get what's comfortable. Well, and, here's, and it's gonna be different for everybody. Yeah. And also, let me just add, he's in an area where the climate changes a lot. Right. This right. Is we true. aren't. So. That's why I recommend going cheaper and getting multiple things so you have different things for different seasons, for different bikes, for different riding styles. If you're bringing them with you. Yeah. Well, and, he's, uh, he's he's like not going on a long trip either. So, yeah. well, it's like um, like what I wore today on my ride is like on the pants. Anyway, I've got dirt bike, you know, dirt bike knee guards on now, and I got Alpine Star like whatever ATV boots, and I wear like Carhartt, you know, jeans a bunch because it's heavy cotton fabric. It's double on the front. You figure the cart like the back pockets are double on your ass, but they're comfortable. So it'll last for ten feet when you're sliding. Exactly. Well, so, so he hasn't gone down in them. So maybe you don't want to take that advice. Well, just my, to let y'all know. My point the point I was trying to make was that at the end of the day I can also wear them for other things too they're, so they're not dedicated they're better than just a pair of jeans sure but but they're also 40 bucks so I'm just giving you different alternatives right. that are flexible that are better than a pair of jeans but they're also versatile in other ways so I have a lot of women compliment me on my riding jeans um, they are Kevlar they have pockets and they come with armor um, I recommend getting uh, armor that's an upgraded version of it and I, I can look cute still um, or look appropriate and I didn't spend more than $200. So I think, I think as a matter brand. of opinion, everyone's going to give you a different answer. It really comes down to what you can afford and what fits. Right. And you got to try a lot of stuff on. Certainly ask around. Everyone I know has extra gear in their closet. That's True. why we have a whole gear closet here uh, with free stuff because everybody has it. Ask around. You'd be surprised what you could find for free. Right. Scan, scan it, Craigslist. Just, I mean, there is. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend buying a used lid, but yeah. maybe a used <laughs> pair of pants. Yeah, all the time. A used jacket. Hell yeah. Nice. You know, all yeah. right. So thank you for that email. Yes, thanks, Dan. That was a bit of a hornet's nest. <laughs> all right. I, Emma. I, I yeah. really, that's a trigger for me. I know. Emma, Your what talk you is, is always a hornet's nest. I have an email here from Graham Brand. Graham. 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 No, it's Graham. It's, Graham. Gra- it's not Graham crackers. Yeah, but he's English, darling. It's Graham. 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 You effing rock! Exclamation point. 
<laughs> Hi guys, my name is Graham. Hey Graham. Hey Graham. And Graham. I live in the less than sunny county of Kent in the UK. Oh. Riding a VFR 800, which is a great bike for me. It's a great bike for anybody, Graham. I can that agree is, with that. It's a fantastic bike. Um, I just wanted to express my appreciation for your weekly podcast. I think what you do is amazing and totally inspiring to others. I'm guaranteed a couple of hours good company with my virtual buddies, which brightens up a sucky Monday at work. Oh, thank you. If I ever find myself in sunny Santa Cruz, California, I will make time to pop in and offer Miss Emma one of my superior foot massages. Oh, we got a freak. We got a freak here. Is that what's happening? Shrimpin'. Shut up. Um, It is England. Graham, if you decide to come over and uh, uh, give me a foot massage, I will ensure that I'm wearing my red fuck me pumps. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank Uh, you. All right. Calm your tits. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean... this is so nice that we inspire others. Who'd have thunk it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I saved the best for last, but first I'm going to do something a little bit different. Wow. Henry, are you comfortable reading the email in front of you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not really. Okay. Henry I'm giving you email. a choice. I'm giving you a choice. I don't feel like it needs to be read fully, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Ken Haylock is very concerned for Henry's safety. Hello, Ken. Uh, <laughs> after after his having three accidents basically in a row. Oh, is yes. this an intervention? It's, it's basically... No, it's somebody who's concerned, who's offering up some advice. Uh, so, a little before, bit brutal. Can I say I mean, something before we actually get into the... Brutal is honest. Um, Ken... Actually has some chops with this. So we're not dealing with somebody who doesn't know about motorcycle safety. Um, It was well thought out, for sure. Yeah, Ken has actually got some form with motorcycle safety in the UK. So we'll just leave it at that, but he knows his shit. So carry on. The only other thing I have to say about that is, in Henry's defense... Sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good at something. So, rock yeah, that's on, true. Henry. So, that's it. Ken sent a very nice email with his concern um, about Henry having three bikes totaled. And, I mean, I said the same thing. I pulled Henry aside and said, you know, I think there's some things maybe you need to check some boxes. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of gone beyond it, the point of coincidence. It hasn't fallen on deaf ears. So, it, but Ken was nice enough, too, to recommend some classes. And there's one he found. I forwarded it to Henry, which is really cool. It's, um, it's this company that moves around the country doing re- classes on your local roads hmm. whoa cool Dope. what's it called i That's can tell cool. you in a second well, you know what that reminds me of i used to watch youtube videos about uh instruction in the uk and a lot of times they would have an instructor riding behind this i was really trying to focus on right. the, on delayed apexes right mm-hmm. but the the instructor behind the student would be communicating in this in this with instance, bluetooth yeah, yeah some sort of intercom like don't okay, turn don't turn don't turn don't turn now turn well, <laughs> yeah something like That's that Isaac's that was too early <laughs> but, um, you piece of sh- never mind yeah but no I, I when i was watching those videos I was like, I can't think of a more effective way to instruct someone how to operate on the roads that you ride. So that's interesting. So this is um, it's a group called Stayin' Safe. So S T A Y I N 
safe.com. And they say, the road is our classroom. On-street motorcycle training tours for intermediate and experienced motorcyclists interested in developing a higher degree of road riding skills and greater margin of safety. Oh, that's so cool. So, um, interesting. the only problem is it's very expensive. Oh, $1,000. For how, for how many days? Is it for uh, one day? I think one or two days, but oh they had one. How many motorcycles have all, you bought in the last couple of months? They go all, uh, yeah. <laughs> they go all over the country, but they have one coming in September to the Sacramento area. Mm. And I, but I like what they're doing because that was one of the things I, I've been trying to think. What kind of tools can we do to help Henry? Because something's not working. And I thought, Henry, it, you may want to consider getting high vis, more high vis gear too. It, it sounds like it's, a really expensive not, group, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's not just Henry. There's like everybody needs more training, no matter what level oh, you good are. God, yeah. right. Like, like if you've taken the basic course, congratulations, you've learned like the first three chords on a guitar version of motorcycle. <laughs> like that's <laughs> it. And most people don't go beyond that. We don't yeah. get. Well, you learned better. how to operate machinery. Is yeah, it's like happens. it's like you've learned how like you're parking lot certified. Great. Yeah, the, exactly. but but just What's because you've so learned that, don't even just because you've learned that and then ridden for two years doesn't mean you're better. It means you've practiced three chords for two years. But what yeah, they're doing here is like. They're yep. teaching you like scan an intersection, yeah, which is something that you can't do in most classes at a parking lot. As you say, parking no, lot we actually fun. set up traffic. We do set you? up, yeah, cool. we do a mini city. Cool. It's cool. fun. Cool. Really? That's great. Yeah, I've but, never had anybody hit each other yet, but it's been close. But you know, I I know I know cool. I've said this before. Oftentimes, one of the most effective tools we have is to try and put ourselves in the mind of other road users. Mm -hmm. And I've always said that driving a tour bus made me a better motorcyclist Mm -hmm. and riding a motorcycle made me a far better tour bus driver. Mm Going from a very a big, ungainly vehicle that had absolutely no stopping power, no turning power, just this lump going down the freeway at 80 miles an hour yeah. and thinking through. But there were so many similarities between that and the motorcycle because you're scanning, you're scanning ahead, you're planning where you're going to be yeah. in one second, two seconds, three seconds. Exactly. You're learning to predict things. You're learning is, to predict things. It is things. a skill. Yeah. Learning to predict things um, is a skill. That you develop <laughs> but, half of writing, and it's yeah. also learning to see how other people are predicting things, like reading people, yeah. right? Like yeah. half it's, of riding it up in the bay is like, don't pull out, you fucker, don't yeah. pull yeah. out, yeah. don't yeah. pull yeah. out. Like, send them juju, <laughs> don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But I'm assuming you're gonna, but don't yeah. do it. Well, Jedi <laughs> mind piece of up there. But so, we're, we're all worried about Henry, yeah, Henry. we're all gonna work yeah. with Henry, and not trying to gang and up on you. Really just just that listeners are concerned as well. Want to give you tools? Out. And mm-hmm. Ken is somebody who is highly yeah, trained. I appreciate and it. And he recognized that too. But it's a good reminder for all of us, though. Speaking, uh, since we're on the topic of crashes, I thought this might be a good update to get from Johnny Knowles oh. Racer. Hey, Johnny. Johnny Knowles, hey, who last we heard had crashed and had ripped appendages off. Basically, you basically. seem to have Bones all of them right now. Oh, right now, yeah. I, they I, just, I, which hand got vanished. hurt? Which hand got hurt? The left hand. It looks all oh, a little. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no they're they're gonna get the ring finger. They're taking it off on Tuesday. Oh what? my god! Oh wow! Oh, oh yeah. Why? So there's a missing okay. bone. Yeah, there's, there's no, no bone, bone in, there. in there. There's just a plate. It's bolted together like temporarily. Oh wow! Dang. Well, the last time you were here, and you talked about scars and stories. Here's the important this, thing. How's it gonna affect your riding? The injury. 
that I never wanted to have. This has yeah. been one of my worst nightmares that has like manifested itself. Oh, and man. I've always been super particular about my gloves and everything for yeah. that mm-hmm. reason. Like I always have nice new gloves. Mm. So, uh, yeah. so you have circulatory yeah. issues with that at all, or is it no, just been no affected? There's no issues. Bo- it's basically what it boils down to is I could aesthetically have the finger there, mm-hmm. uh, but it wouldn't be very functional. Uh, or I get could, in your way. Well, yeah, because the thing is, like, hold one of your fingers straight and then try to make fist. Right. You know, your your hand doesn't oh, work. Yeah. Right. So, or I could lose most of it and have the function of the rest of the hand. It, so, will you? Is it? Is it going to is it going to be pretty easy to adapt? That's your clutch hand. Is it going to be pretty easy to yeah, adapt? Yeah, plenty of other racers have had this happen, oh, okay. um, and everybody I've I've talked to says you get used to it right away and it's no big deal. Okay, it's, I think Wayne I, Rainey's like, just missing the finger. Kind there. of <laughs> coming to terms with it. It's still like ah. Oh, be like, prepared to start noticing like a lot so, of other people missing fingers once. Right. Said, yeah. Once he lost part of his thumb, he's like, oh my god, half of my friends are missing fingers. So and it is really uh, left, common. Left ring fingers. So ha- have you been? Game. Have you been back? <laughs> <laughs> I married Lucky the track. You. Have you Lucky been back you. on the track? I haven't ridden yet. I've like been temp. Well, I've ridden scooters. Oh. <laughs> right. yes. I don't have enough strength in the hand to work the clutch right, yeah. right now. Uh, but uh, can we go back to the finger? Where are they actually going to take it off? Are they going to take it off at the knuckle? You can have a nub. Knuckle, so I'm going to have a nub. You're going to have a nub. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have about two thirds of the finger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, okay. that makes the that makes that so much yeah, easier. Yeah. 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 Automatic shocker. The shocker. Liza. I have somewhat a serious, more serious question. Uh, so, how, how many uh, men are signed up for this surgical procedure? Yeah. No, go ahead, Nat. So, I'm got? a trendsetter. I have a friend of mine uh, who raced two in, and she kind of looked at herself. She hasn't gotten a, you know, hasn't been in a gnarly get off, but she tried to, you know, play the, the the averages of what kind of a physical injury would get her out of racing, and, and this is not, this hasn't been. What's your ultimately what will make you stop racing at this point, as far as physical what injury would have, have, make yeah. you stop racing? Right. Um, Maybe we shouldn't put that out to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, something that would. Um, hinder my physical capability, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. As, as long as you can do it, you're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something yeah. mental, B- basically. D- um, I mean, l- like I said, it's not. It's not really a common injury, but it happens. Yeah. And it's not. It's like one I never wanted to have, but yeah. it is what it is. It could have been better. Did, and it could um, have been worse. did anybody see the footage online of the ex motorcycle racer who lost his sight years ago? And he just sent an SV650 around the track. He was riding right. it with wow. an instructor. Blind? Yeah, he's completely blind. Wow. What? His instructor was riding behind him. On the back of the bike? No. Oh, okay. On a separate <laughs> bike. Mm. Wow. And they were talking through an intercom, and he was he was going around a track. Wow. And he's wow. still faster than I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... So, so yeah. you're, you're missing this season, but you're, do you think you'll be back next season? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's just a setback, huh? Yeah, it's a setback in a way. Um, I mean, the plan this year, we, we were going to go into the beginning of this season like completely unprepared because yeah. uh, we were going to do a Cowie 400, mm-hmm. and we couldn't even get body work for it in time. Yeah. Um, so then we were going to skip the first round and just come in at Virginia. Um, and then this happened like the week before Virginia. So it, and we even then we were gonna run a bike that was just absolutely stock and just 
it, it would have been a mess anyways. So for the new listeners, this is Moto America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so really, I can I I now have an opportunity to just develop the bike um, and That's put the cool. resources That's good. roll the resources over into next season and good. just be actually awesome. and what did, uh, sponsors and everyone are staying with you. Yeah, yeah. The, That's great. The the small group of sponsors I have is, these days is just really really good. I don't okay. have like a long list anymore. I just have a few that are really really good. And what, what, did, uh, what, what bike Jonas. are you going to be riding for 2019? Then? <clears throat> 2019 is up in the air. Okay. Oh. You want to yeah. shout out oh. your sponsors real quick? Yeah. Uh, most of them are kind of silent, but KTM and Modesto, um, right Galfer, on. Vortex, mm-hmm. Motion Pro. Good guys. Um, nice. yeah. yeah. Actually, and Keegan's at the track. I got one question. Yeah. What did your parents say about it? <laughs> He's like, My Johnny. Dad's for first question was like are you gonna like keep riding yeah did he rate did he race too or is he racer no he never raced okay. he's he's been riding forever yeah um, but he's a harley guy yeah but he understands that aspect. he understands right yeah to, yeah. to an extent <laughs> sure yeah and uh what'd your mom say she didn't she didn't really say much about it yeah yeah okay. <laughs> mom did donuts on pismo in a <laughs> yeah, and I did that today, and I got a ticket. The fun police came out and said I had exceeded the legal limit of fun. You cannot have this yeah. much fun. I, I, think, all the fun. I think this is an easy question, but I just want to ask the misfits real quick. Would all of you give up one finger to continue riding? Oh, yes. good God. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, was. Absolutely yeah. Without question. There we go. That's I don't really, want to, but really yeah. weird to Yeah, think exactly. About that, I don't want to, but here we are. <laughs> had to. Yeah. Yeah. Especially one knuckle, but it's super weird to think about, but yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> Especially if you get the chakra. But... Okay, maybe for me it's the chakra. It's time to go home, Santa Cruz. But but you know, I understand where you're at because right now you've got the finger, it's on your hand, you can look at it. Yeah, and it has full sensation and blood flow. So it's weird to think about it not being there. So you know it's got to go. I mean, it's like... Yeah, it, it, it'd almost be better if they'd taken it off a while ago. Knowing yeah. what I know now, yes. Basically, we spent like I spent two months kind of like trying to save try, it. trying to save it. Yeah, and I don't feel like it's time wasted because I didn't want to freaking lose a finger, you know. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's almost it's. It, but I know where you're at right now. You're looking at this thing. You can see it. You can feel it. You can touch it. But yeah. you know it's got to go. You know. Yeah. You know. What like, a strange sensation. You could also just you know change careers to be an illusionist. You should just pick a <laughs> you know what I mean? You should, you should, you should like mummify it and then hang it from your. Oh my god! So funny hang story. it from your windshield. Yeah. It'll be your troll bell. So Jay's performance in Modesto. So for all your fabricating and machining needs, uh, Jay's performance in Modesto. But, That's uh, so Jay's performance in <laughs> they, Modesto. They sponsor me, and the owner and his buddy have been trying to they, they were like, dude, can you keep it? Because they, like, yeah. they, they wigged out on this like Reddit post where somebody actually did that yeah, yeah. oh yeah and the burrito yeah was he was big. like you just need the sealer and this and that and like <laughs> we'll mummify it and make oh like a, a that monkey's per- paw you mean it. the person who oh, ate wow. part of his foot yeah we're off the rails now but yeah my train wreck my buddy wants me to like Keep the finger. I and don't give it to them so think it, you're yeah. going to be nice. given that option. Just well, get a real clear brake fluid, 
like little canister and keep it in your brake fluid canister on there your you bars. Go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Johnny, oh, it's great it's to see you, there. and it's Thanks. great to see you're up and okay. And yeah, man. from yeah. ten feet, you look normal. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a super benign crash too. It was like it should have been no big deal, but just the bar landed on my hand. Actually. Yeah. yeah, actually, my crash in practice was like way gnarlier, and mm. it was Just fine. Well, I'm glad you're going to be back on your bikes, and I think all Thanks. of us are going to be back on our bikes because the weather's been awesome. Yes. The roads are awesome. Yes, we've got so much riding to do. Next yes. weekend is the Redwood Rumble. Rumble. Yes, go see uh, award-winning Mike. He's like, I'm going to go win third place again. <laughs> hey. Three mm. times. Hey, hi, Mikey. I know. Um, so much coming Baby up. Chapel. Jim, do we have any other rides coming up? Oh, the thing in Yosemite in September? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things brewing. So Eliza uh, referenced the thing in Yosemite. It's a uh, ADV ride. So, ADV ride through Yosemite. Yeah, now. so it's a wow. dual sport ride through Yosemite, um, which is amazing. I mean, I was up there with, with the boy about a month ago, and, and the scenery is just phenomenal. So mm-hmm. that's coming up. The other thing we are just Wait, kinda, Yosemite's not on fire right now? Oh, it is right it now. It very much is. Okay. Uh, the wind blows east, so we're good. Oh, good. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the other thing that's cool that we, we saw that's coming up is the Rolling Sand Series is coming to San Francisco. Yeah. So I think it's August 18th that it's going to be the Rolling Sands ah. uh, Super Hooligan event, which is his thing. But they're combining it uh, with the International Police Officers yes. like, competition. Oh, yes. oh, awesome. Wait, where is Oh. Where is that? The and what is that? And the pigs. What could possibly go wrong? It's a uh, uh, I believe versus... it's I believe it's Pier Thirty Two. Mm-hmm. Right it's, okay. it's uh, underneath the Bay Bridge, and it's a pier that's just a giant parking lot. Yeah. The wow. guy, the guy who wins all the CHP or like California Motor Cop competitions is like right up near Redwood City. Mm-hmm. Can we can we call this event Cops versus Rockers? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's yes. You that's say how that I not, feel about it. Because um, like I said, we just kind of are scratching the surface of it, but to, it looks like they're gonna have. Uh, you know the racing the cop competition but then they're talking what's that shit they do in the parking lot with the little super motos oh, Jim Connor. they're Jim doing Kana. cops versus hooligans Jim Connor. and I oh, think nice. I saw a cop versus, versus hooligans stunt contest so. uh, it's That's Saturday August, August 18th, 18th. Uh, Pier 32 oh, in San Francisco I, I think we should go oh, there I think there's going to be a bunch of misfits I think I'm actually yeah. going to get a hotel room for a couple of nights so, so the, the ladies ride were really interested in that as well actually there was a guy here today I'll tell you later who said he's going to be racing there is that right? Yeah. Well, you know what else we forgot to mention while on the topic is Chris. Chris Wiggins, man, competing in the X Games Super Hooligan event, which was well, pretty shit. awesome. He was nice. one of like 100 dudes, more I think, that tried to, to had to qualify. And uh, so he qualified. I didn't see him race, darn it, and I don't know what the results were. I saw the finals. Um, he wasn't there, but um, he was running Trusty Rusty with a new paint job, it looked like. Aww. But shout out to Chris. Congratulations. Yay, That's Chris. a big deal making it to the X Games. Yeah, well done, we'll Chris. We'll see you in San Francisco. So yeah. much going on. So so many stories to tell. We've got so much more to bring. But for summer. now, some of us have to go pee. Some of us have to pee. Go to, go to work in the morning. So I think it's time to wrap up. Yeah, Thank you, Patreon subscribers. Oh, God, yeah. Thank you to our listeners. Yes, congrats who, to our winners. Especially those who come by and say hi. We love it. Yes. Uh, to those who offer to help us when we're out on the road. Yes. Everybody, You're we've got awesome. such yes. great fans. And thank you to Emma. Yes. For Emma, being thank you awesome. so much. Oh, thank hey. you, guys. You are really an awesome Mwah. person. I love you all, darling. Yeah. Go to MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. Find the links to everything there. You can get a shirt from Zazzle. You can see our YouTube videos. You can all get that. all kinds it's of all there. shit. MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. On that note, we're ready to get out of here. Again, thank you. This is Liza. 
Oh, this is not. Yeah. <laughs> I was yawning, man. Uh, Jeremy. Bagel. Emma Darling. Aloha, Bex. Little bit of peak of my... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Naked Jim. What you done. The other Mike. Crushing Henry. Nope. John the Racer. Awesome. And we're out of here. Cool. 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 cool.